Hi, Leah here. I wanted to give a little bit of a trigger warning as you go into the episode. There will be some racist stuff that we'll be talking about, um, mainly blackface. So if that might trigger you, I will put a timestamp in the description so that you can just skip that part. Um, I'll put when it starts and when it ends so that you could just like completely avoid it if that is what you wish to do. But um, otherwise, let's get into the episode. Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adesia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. And we are rounding off Gentleman's June with, unfortunately, the lesser <laughs> Gentleman Mary Burnett. Uh, just telegraphing it to you right now. Definitely not the same vibes, but we'll get into it. I don't have a history with this movie. Um, I didn't even know it existed, and for good, there's probably such a good reason for that. Um, I don't have any history with it. I only know that it like exists basically because I was looking for movies that we could cover, um, and that's how I found it. So, and like, okay, there's nothing that prepares me, you, us, <laughs> prepared anyone for what happens. <laughs> Um, and we'll get there, but I just wanted to say, like, there's, it's just, there's nothing, no, I, like, even looked it up, by the way, and it's yeah. fine. Anyways, what is your history with this movie? <laughs> um, I have no history, much the same as right. you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I love your reaction to it because, so this movie is very hard to find, and at the end of it, we're probably just gonna tell you to not bother, but... <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but it's it's very hard to find and uh when Leah was watching it I had already seen it by then and I had to warn her <laughs> it was <laughs> we'll get into it I guess I don't know it um, does it, it might sound like we're being dramatic I promise you, I'm not being dramatic. I, I have a flair for the dr- for, for drama, but this is not that. Yeah, so this is basically <laughs> a sequel, but not really, to Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, in mm-hmm. that Jane Russell's in it, the words gentlemen, and something that they do, and then a hair color is there. But also, mm-hmm. I think both are based on, like, technically all of that are based on books by the same person so you know there's that but like this is not really a sequel in any way (laughs) other than jane russell's here but she's not playing the same character so and also it's a jukebox musical so that as well okay oh it is it it is a jukebox musical okay i thought yeah okay that makes sense to me. But yeah, I don't think... I'm actually, at this second, looking at the book sequel of Gentleman um, Mary Brunettes. Mm. It seems to be different. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. <laughs> but... We'll, so it's like we'll, very we'll... loosely based on it or just based on the title? I think it just has the same title. <laughs> Great. 
cool. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yes, so this movie, uh, Gentleman Mary Brunettes, came out in 1955. I think it was two, two years after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, our good friend Marilyn was not available um, for this sequel for whatever reason. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> thank god no i like to think i like okay this is again we're delaying but i like to imagine Mm -hmm. that they asked her and she saw the script and she read it all the way to the end and was like i'm busy (laughs) i'm just prepared (laughs) she'll be busy (laughs) that's a headcanon i'm willing to get on board with um 100 but yeah so and I guess I assume she was probably asked to come back for the Jane Russell character because that's kind of like how because Jane Russell plays it a little muted but like the same way that she played Lorelai on the stand so but let's start so it opens in the same way that um, Gentlemen uh, Prefer Blondes did which is with a number by these two showgirls but they're not the same showgirls that we had before um this is bonnie and connie they are sisters who are showgirls um i think they they work on broadway you you're driving me crazy what did i do what did i do yada yada so while this is happening outside there's like a fight going on we later learn that this fight is due to the fact that bonnie who is jane russell's character um keeps getting marriage proposals from men and she can't seem to say no to the proposals at any given point so (laughs) the men just end up fighting over her who can't say no in a terrible fix I'm sorry different musical (laughs) (laughs) Connie is pretty much over it altogether meanwhile in Paris I think these two well it's more than two but I can only remember there being two which is um, David and Charlie who have this like they, they live together, but David's like, uh, he's not a con man. He's like a, a the manager of no one. And Charlie works. He's kind works. of a grifter-ish. Yeah, that's, that's the word. Um, and Charlie just works at whatever job he has that day. He seems to be very yeah. much a jack of all trades. Um, yeah. Very much a Bert from Mary Poppins type character where he has pretty much a different job every single second that we see him they have sent well david specifically uh sent a wire i think asking for the the girls get a western union message see you have to this movie is so like the beginning is so none of it is that important it feels that important to remember the girls get a wire from paris and they call a number and David receives the message from the other end. 
because apparently they asked for the Jones sisters. The Jones sisters responded, but the Jones sisters they're expecting are their mother's generation of Jones sisters, her and her sister had a Jones sister that. And so when they arrive in Paris, the men who are waiting on them expect them to be... There's the guy who, like, was, I guess, David and Charlie's age when the elder Jones sister duo went to Paris. And he sort of, like, explains that, like, they're super fabulous and everybody was, like, super, like, oh, my gosh, these women. And they didn't speak any French, but, like, they were glamorous and, like, everybody was in (laughs) love with them. And... They were not talented, but very beautiful. And also the women, the mothers, or mother and aunt, are played by the characters playing the daughters. If that made any sense. (laughs) It does. Um, So when the girls arrive, they themselves have been going through some financial trouble so they don't have the same amount of glamour and glitz as their mothers did and the men immediately are like you can't come this way we have to revive what it was like when your mom came here with her sister and that's to be glitzy and glamorous so they <laughs> then we get like a montage of them because i think they only had like one like good cheetah print dress um yeah and so they like mix it up so that the girls look like fabulous and i'm just like okay so it might be early to get into it but compared to the outfits in the first movie yeah Yeah. i'm i didn't feel any of that and maybe it's because i was watching it and it was like super grainy and it was just bad quality overall. I just, I was not feeling any of these outfits the way that, you know, when Marilyn Monroe and Jane Russell come down the stairs for the dinner party yeah. in Gentlemen yeah. Prefer Blondes. It's just a whole moment. It is. And I feel like I think maybe that... budgetarily, budgetarily, if that's a word, budget-wise, I think they must have had a smaller one because I can't imagine having the same budget and um, not like giving us the same like looks and I understand that like in the beginning they're saying like they're not rich and I guess like once they do have like all those gifts and stuff they look nicer but it's still not like breathtaking moments the way that um, prefer blondes was like but that might be my Marilyn bias so yes so they arrive and I think it is oh, it is to the song um, have you met Miss Jones have you met Miss Jones and so on yes so this was a cocktail party that's what it was and they're a hit of course because they present themselves as the um 
the next generation of the Jones sisters. It's like a revival. So their name gets spread around and their career starts to improve a little bit. The next day, the girls are just, they just want to go out and see Paris, which fair enough, just got here. Um, And so they split up with the two men. Like Charlie was, I think, selling ice cream and made no money. And of course, David had money. So he gave some to Charlie and sent him off with um, Connie yeah. while I mean, he, David stayed. He deliberately bonding. was sort of like splitting them up. Um, I assume because he was into Bonnie. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's an intentionally like, okay, you go with Charlie wherever the fuck he's going. And this is where the movie like started to lose me because at this point we were, what, maybe 20, 30 minutes in? Mm. And it was just they they're immediately in love um it's like cool you just met these guys not even that though yesterday (laughs) yeah like not even that though but like okay bonnie i can excuse because clearly they've set us up to expect that from her that like if a guy like gives her googly eyes she's like oh my god is this love and then like accepts his proposal um Mm -hmm. so like with her i kind of expected it and it seemed like david was kind of like a like a casanova type because he's all Mm -hmm. he also knows all of these women like there's like this running joke for the whole of that like section of the movie where literally every woman they walk past he's like oh hi whatever her name is and then they were like oh my gosh hi david kind of thing um, while Bonnie gets jealous. So like I was, like that part in terms of their pair kind of made sense to mm-hmm. me in that like I thought yeah. he was just like a Casanova type and she was just like hopeless romantic type. Um, but Connie threw me through a loop. I was like, excuse me, <laughs> you met him today. Like, yeah. Like, like I don't know if like we're supposed to accept that through the montage they bonded for whatever reason. But... <laughs> I hate, I hate that. I hate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, you know how I feel about it. And we made the comparison with Mary Poppins before. But with, even though it had maybe been the same amount of runtime, there was something of, like, you could feel there was something previously established between Mary and mm-hmm. Bert. So when they did yeah. that it, Jolly Holiday scene, you were just like, oh, wait, sh- what? <laughs> Are they like yeah? A thing like you could feel into each other. This yeah. (laughs) With this, we we saw them arrive, (laughs) and then there was a montage, and now Connie's in a museum, in a church rather, with with uh with Charlie, and just like singing about Valentine's. Um, please stop. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because he's like. Because, again, I can maybe excuse Charlie because we didn't really know him that well by that point. Mm-hmm. And, like, all I, all we knew was that he just, like, was a guy who does a bunch of, bunch of things. So, like, again, for him, I could accept him being, like, Mooney or whatever. Like, maybe he's a hopeless romantic. Yeah. Whatever. But Connie has been established to be the no-sayer. Yeah, and, like, there was, like, no fight. Like, there was no part of this relationship where like he had to prove himself to her 
in whatever way for her to be like, okay. She was just like, oh my God, I like you. And I was like, huh? Also, we do have to mention that this is um, another case of dubbing in old Hollywood. So Jeannie um, Crane, who is saying this is not actually singing, her voice is Anita Ellis. Um, Mm -hmm. just to put that there so because sometimes it's just like oh you have a star and you should have her like sing like her solo it's just like it's not even her (laughs) it's not even her singing (laughs) but anyway she does my funny valentine (laughs) yeah my funny valentine sweet comic valentine something something your looks are laughable anyways yes and also it's very slow because <laughs> like i was singing along and i was like wow this every line is taking roughly seven minutes to sing i'm very confused <laughs> yeah anyways and then they like walk around I guess a museum because there's like a bunch of sculptures and stuff and like being romantic and cute and again I'm like I don't understand what's happening but okay I didn't know what the purpose of the movie was by the way like (laughs) the whole thing I was like I don't know why this is happening I don't know why anything is happening yeah I'm with you so yeah (laughs) like at this point I was like are we gonna introduce a plot or and no, yeah, no, the answer is I no. I feel, <laughs> I feel much the same. And you know, I, I slept so poorly. So it, this movie was such a struggle because there was nothing to like until the last ten minutes happened. Nothing kept my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, I want to be clear here that like we're not being too kind, but. It'll become so evident later why, like, aside from, like, the little, like, nitpicky shit that we sometimes talk about, that we are, like, sort of picking apart this movie in that way, like, it, like, lost any points of me trying to be nice um, Yeah. <laughs> in the very last, like, ten minutes of the movie. It completely just, like, sacrificed any goodwill. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> but I would yes, love to so be kind, after, but not today. <laughs> after um, after Connie and uh, Charlie's moment, when we go to Bonnie and David, and they're on their own little trip around Paris. I forget what they're talking about. Well, with, not, with kind of nothing at the really. But, like, um, David's kind of trying to, like, um, seduce her. But, like, she's not, like, fighting it at all. Yeah. Immediately, she, like, takes it further. And he's like, whoa, 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 hang on. I'm the one who's supposed to be more into you than you being into me. Now I'm turned (laughs) off. And she's like, wait, what do you mean? Which, by the way, this is when when he starts, like, greeting literally every woman. I think she has a song um, I've got five dollars I've got five dollars da 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 do 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 and they're all for 
something like that. So after the I dates, legitimately I legitimately don't even know what happens after this. <laughs> well, I, I kind of know. So after the dates, um, after the song, rather, they're up in a place and David's suddenly like, oh, Bonnie, I, I, I've never felt this way before uh, about anyone. Oh, yeah. I have a question for you. It's like, will you? Yeah. And then <laughs> Connie and Charlie arrive and he's like, I'll ask you later. And so they go down and greet each other. And I guess Connie can see like the look in David's eyes. Because mm-hmm. she sends um, Bonnie off with Charlie for a second. And she basically tells David, look, did you propose? Are you planning to? This is the thing that happens a lot to her. She's got like 70 fiancés. Don't. <laughs> like it's not you're nothing special like if she says yes to you like and which isn't a course, lie then, but oh my god yeah. Connie <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lie but David hearing that of course immediately flips the switch um, so that when he's alone with Bonnie after and she's asking what was the question he's like oh, I was just going to ask you to dinner, but I have plans now. And she's just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. But like, Afterwards, I think she immediately clocks that Connie must have had something to do with it. She, like, she, does she later not confront on, her? Later on when they're in their room, uh, she's kind of moping Bonnie is. And she's like, but he was like, realized, and then he could he's avoiding me he's not calling me and Connie's like oh shit well you know um and she's like you told him like yeah but I didn't know you like actually like felt something for the guy this time it's like you've done this so much girly (laughs) and then there's like this whole thing of them like performing right like there's this whole thing of them yes or was so, that during the montage? It's super confusing to me. Everything blends. No, um, no. Because this, there's like a whole now, montage. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's like a whole series of sequences <laughs> where they go like like audition, I guess. And the they're like accepted to perform wherever it is that they're auditioning. And they ask what the costumes will be. And like nobody mentions clothes. Yeah, and I'm so, like... This is like you 1950s skipped. or 1940s. <laughs> what do you mean, no clothes? <laughs> so what happened was, um, when they were just before they auditioned, they were like, "So this is how your moms were," because I think they got booked to audition for like the cas- one of the important casinos, casinos and stuff. Um, yeah, and they before they went there it's like this was like where your mom your mom used to play with her sister and they showed like how they used to be to um i want to be loved by you uh so that's their audition song and they offer them in the first just you nobody else but you i want to be loved god their baby voices are horrible is it, I mean, this is when they're singing as their mothers, so it's kind of like I know, 
or their mother. I understand that. <laughs> I fully am aware and understand that, but it's just like you can tell like, the baby voice is not for them. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, no. So at the first casino, they're offered the costume, quote unquote, that their moms wore. And it's nothing. It's like it's like a diamond butterfly on a string. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on a chain. And I'm like, wait, where does that the go? Rest of it? <laughs> I thought it. I truly thought that but, that was like these are necklaces you're gonna be wearing. No, <laughs> <laughs> I thought so too. But then I remembered it's Paris. Like them being topless or like not wearing clothes, like it might seem scandalous, but I remember that that is a thing in Paris, like to this day. Um, right. So it makes sense, but also I can see why they would be like, um, huh? So. Mm-hmm. So there's like so several this- of those moments, basically. Where yeah. they're like, okay, and the costume, and then they're given like one tiny thing, and they're like, girl, no, <laughs> thanks, but no. Until they get to the feather fans. And then mm-hmm. Bonnie is just like, oh, we'll take those. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? It's like, don't argue with me. We're, we're going to make it work. She whispers something to. Or do I have it mixed up? I don't remember. I was watching it on a very grainy um, image. It was like 240p. So, um, (laughs) 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 but, uh, so they have like a quick thing and then they decide they're going to accept it there. David, of course, is convinced that the girls aren't going to show to this and feels like it's just trying to rile them rile him up Bonnie is so when they get there some people are actually removed from one of the tables and told that they can't sit there during the performance and of course David and Charlie are surprised that they're actually going through with the performance they're gonna do it they're gonna like have no costume that's basically a fan but they make it work because they just cover themselves with a fan for their intro yeah and then they do like a burlesque type thing of like of yeah like, Ooh, peep show like striptease type things but they never like remove them until they're like some weird like flappy thing comes up in the middle of their song to like mm-hmm. cover them while they like just sort of hang over and i'm like and this is the performance fine okay that's fine um and then the performance ends and everybody's like yeah great times um wait i forgot they're they'd be singing something they're singing daddy hey daddy i want a diamond ring etc so we have that performance and the girls are successful they're a hit Everybody's you know cheering Ooh, it's a fun time <laughs> and then they like move their feathers <laughs> to reveal that they're wearing like like shirts but like with the sleeves off and then like boy shorts 
I don't know. Either way, it looks incredibly pedestrian, and everyone's like, oh, no, and they start booing them because they're not <laughs> naked. The illusion has been ruined. Oh, my gosh. So dramatic. Um, including Charlie, by the way. <laughs> he, he's also like, boo, I can't help it. It's genetics. Absolute mess. So, but I think they still get success from it. Well, no, they go home. Yeah. Yeah, they go home, like, kind of dejected, because obviously that wasn't, like, they were a hit until they weren't. And they're like, oh, no, we're going to be kicked out of the hotel or whatever. And then someone, the I don't know, one of the people that maybe the manager of the hotel comes in and is like, oh, you have, you can do whatever you want. And they're like, huh? And they're like, oh. And, and he's like, sit down, sit down. And then they basically have a fashion show because someone has subsidized their stay as yeah. well as um, bought them a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, here, all of these things. Yeah, for you. So the girls are understandably, like, skeptical about Confused. it. They're just like, um... Did you do something? It's like, no, did you do something? <laughs> it's like, which one of us, like... And then I think they get, like, more paranoid about it. They're like, do we have, like, a stalker or something? Because I think I said it said from your secret admirer. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, like, all of the... Like, every single one of the, um, like, gifts, all of them had yeah. the note that it was from a secret admirer, which is, like, you could have just, like said all of these things including everything is from the same person mm-hmm. but no individual packages have their own note telling them the same thing but whatever he's rich it doesn't matter but yeah so they get paranoid about it and they're concerned to the point that they like lock the window they can't sleep properly but eventually bonnie falls asleep and she has a nightmare about like cowboys and getting branded and I was like wow they really thought this scene out um, <laughs> and put it in the movie okay mm-hmm. like but also she's in like a performance leotard which is really weird yeah it's um, the same it's also, performance which... space that they use for later uh, <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> I thought cause like at that moment I thought they just fell asleep and then they had a show the next day <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like that's what it was but no it's a nightmare um, which is makes way more sense that it's a nightmare cause there were too many men and this woman very kind of scantily clad a little bit and like mm-hmm. being attacked and I was like hmm this is turning into a horror movie I'm not entirely yeah. sure <laughs> what the tone is meant to be right now but okay Uh, yeah and she like wakes up and she's like oh no and then we go into Connie's nightmare what is Connie's nightmare? which I don't remember I don't know (laughs) but I know she has one (laughs) oh god neither of us remember Connie's nightmare this movie was so memorable (laughs) oh god one of us has but to like, know. But like, they also just res- <laughs> another, none of us know. <laughs> Neither of us know. But like, um, they, I guess, decide to 
wear the clothes regardless they're like oh no we're scared but then they're like also still gonna wear the shit you know and there's like a whole montage of people like whispering to each other who their um sponsor i guess sponsor yeah who their sponsor is um they're all like oh no it's the duke of wherever it's the prince of this place it's the whatever of here so there's like not controversy what's the speculation there's speculation Mm -hmm. about who this secret admirer might be uh they don't know they're just walking around paris looking fabulous um and presumably not performing because we don't see any moment where they're performing like you know no because i don't think that Um, they do well um yeah there but they get attention in the wider scape of France and I think they get invited to go to Monte Monte Carlo (laughs) but that was okay so somewhere in the middle of this by the way uh, Charlie gets a phone call from his parents (laughs) played by the same actor Mm -hmm. Um, he plays both his mom and dad anyways he answers the phone from his mom who's like freaking out um, and the dad's freaking out because a lot of money has gone missing from his account or whatever. And there, were like, the dad's like, you said like you couldn't use any of your money for yourself. And he's like, well, I haven't. I've been using it on women. So, you know, <laughs> loophole. And the dad's like, mm, not so sure about that. Um, regardless, uh, he is still pretending to be poor to um, David. And then pays for the Monte Carlo casino to invite the the Jones sisters. Yeah. Basically. So they go. Um they I still want to be done. Um they um they go yeah. they meet a duke there, I think that they met earlier. They didn't expect to be there, but he's there for the oh, an earl but he's there for the film festival apparently he hasn't missed it in 10 years i don't know why i remember that specifically <sighs> but charlie has to go on as part of the act that the girls weren't doing but are now doing mm-hmm. and the act <laughs> so this is where <laughs> <laughs> This is where um, the movie takes the most bizarre left turn um, or right turn. It's so crazy. So the song is set in the performance is set in somewhere in Africa. Okay. Yeah. Character. And, and then there's there there are performers there on mm-hmm. stage, mm-hmm. dressed as Africans, mm-hmm. but these people are white, mm-hmm. or at least of fair skin. Yep. But you wouldn't know that nope. <laughs> because they've been painted black. I think yep. there's a word for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they're looking like... for blackface 
Mm. Blackface, yeah, yeah, that is that is exactly the term I'm looking for. I'm so confused. I promise you, I was because you okay. So I sent Adicia um, a voice note like, "Oh, I'm watching. I'm like, I have like an hour left or something of the movie." Odysseus sends back to me a voice note like, "Oh, okay. Um, so you know." Somewhere at like minute one, like one hour, 20 minutes, something really insane happens and it's racist. Totally thought it was just going to be like some kind of comment or I don't know what I thought, but I didn't think it was an entire fucking number. A damn sequence. I was, it's so, and it's not like minuscule. It's not like two seconds of this. This is like a whole thing. This thing is, is um, this is Diamonds Are Girls' best friend level <laughs> of like this is that's where they that's what they're doing. But like with these people in blackface and like just and it's um, they're making they're not talking they're like making yep. like yep, yep. grunting noises like, which the was blackface using to me the blackface would have been enough, but. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's so many like stereotypes just wrapped up in. So our good friend Charlie, when we meet him, he's not dressed as himself. He's in a gorilla suit up a tree. <laughs> yeah. and, and then the white women, you know, they're performing like a dance, but they get captured by the black quote unquote people, and then they try yeah. to eat them. They put them in a pot, and pot, it put- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so beside myself. I was so like I cannot tell you the absolute shock <laughs> to my system that was. And I was expecting something racist to happen. But not like 70 dancers on a stage one of which presumably was Gwen Verdon by the way but anyway um because she was in this movie I don't know if she was in that number specifically but she was there um (laughs) I did I just it's a whole it's so like it's a very huge number like it's very involved there are huge there's so many props they're there they're on stage for a very long time um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a very like there's a storyline and everything mm-hmm. it it's just i don't understand <laughs> like and this ugh, is why i don't get it and this is why i said in the beginning i think my good bitch marilyn <laughs> looked at this script and saw that they planned this number and said no <laughs> cuz she was yeah. with the black folk <laughs> I'm going to tell you yeah. what. <laughs> and I don't think we would have forgiven her. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I just, it's, and this is obviously why I've been, we've been unkind. I mean, we haven't <laughs> been super, like, upsettingly unkind, I don't think. Um, it's just mostly jokes and, yeah. like, making fun of it, which is, mm-hmm. like, I don't know commentary people do that all the time but like this is why i was saying i don't like any goodwill that they may have had 
throughout the movie. Like I can't, I kind of felt bad, right? Because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is kind, this is kind of sad because it's meant to be like this sequel kind of, and like it just doesn't measure up to the original. They're not using original music, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but like you know, it's kind of iconic to use your own, to have your own music to make a number. They like they made Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the outfit seemed not as like fab as like, I mean, again, once they like have that sponsor moment where they're like walking around Paris and people are speculating that fashion, fashionably and stylistically, um, stylistically, no, their yeah. style is like fine or like good or whatever. But like, I felt bad for most mm-hmm. of the movie because I was like, Oh, like the writing is not as strong. The plot doesn't seem to exist. Um, the mm-hmm. music uh, could take it or leave it. There's very few redeeming fact, like redeeming qualities for this movie, and I feel bad. Yeah. And then this happens, and I was like, Oh, okay. Well, fuck you then. Like, <laughs> I was I was ready to come on to the podcast and be like, oh, I kind of feel bad. Jade Russell got roped into the... And I was like, no. You know what? After I saw that scene, I was like, oh, okay. That's what you want to do. Mm. This is why nobody can find you. <laughs> like, I Googled. I, I, I Googled, like, gentleman Mary Brunette's blackface. And there's, like, no article or anything that, like, immediately jumps out. Mm-hmm. And is like, this is why it was criticized. I looked at the Wikipedia page because I was so unprepared for this. Mm-hmm. Because generally, I will look at the Wikipedia page and how it's received. And, like, look at, like, if there's anything super problematic that I need to be concerned about. And, like, then I'll bring it up in, in conversation as we decide what to watch. The reception, like, section of this makes no mention of the blackface at all. <laughs> There's no like, even like at any point did anyone, I don't know, have concern over it? Which like, again, um, it's 1955. And so, okay, racism, <laughs> sure. But I feel like later on, someone would must have seen this, right? And then been like, hey, this is weird, but I guess maybe because it wasn't a popular movie, no one really cared to talk about it. But it's just insane that nobody's like brought it up, like mm-hmm. ever. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I just went on a tangent. Like I just saw black. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it was a, <laughs> um, it was it was a relevant tangent. So, <laughs> oh god. So yeah, the scene happens. It's incredibly upsetting. Uh-huh. Which is why I like I don't think either of us are gonna be like, hey, go watch it. Don't watch any of it. Um, <laughs> there's nothing there to see. It's really um, not, not even the outfits. Oh, <laughs> uh, yike. Um, but yeah, that song happens. Charlie in his gorilla suit. The ladies in their like peacock dresses, and that ends. And they get off stage and. Um, the manager or I don't know someone of that casino is like oh it's so interesting that they're talented um, usually when someone pays for someone to perform 
they tend to not have talent. They tend to just be like really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And David's like, excuse me? He's like, um, paid for by whomst? And I don't think the guy knows, or at least he says he's not going to say. And like Charlie's just like glad, just like happy to allow <laughs> chaos to enter these women's lives um, in the form of like just a fear. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's very strange. He does not like tell them anything. Yeah. Like, I don't get it, but it's fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter because the plot of this movie kind of doesn't exist. And like none of none of the like, it's just so strange. It's such a weird movie. (laughs) Anyways, their mother arrives. (laughs) Yeah, she does. After like a story, because I think the girls start to fight and the they get told the story of how like the last fight their mother had was over this chuckle um <laughs> this chuckle over here and like they fell into the water and they asked me to choose between them and I couldn't choose and then her mother is there their mother's there <laughs> it's just like shut up <laughs> but you can see that she is a very different woman to the way that she's been portrayed in the past she's much more strict and the girls have said as much until this point (laughs) but now we see like the sternness in her face (sighs) she doesn't want the girls to be like in Paris doing this because I guess it was a bad time for her and her sister Um, like as glamorous as these men have made it seem like I can imagine, like, looking at the costumes that they would have worn, like, it was not a bit of roses. Um, yeah. So their mom is like, we're going home now. And, like, physically pulls them out of the um, other place. And the guys, the, the end of this movie is just so rushed. It's just like... The guys chase after them because they want to be with them. And so they run onto the boat that's going to New York and they they meet up with them. And then Charlie's like, I want to marry you, Connie. (laughs) Well, before that, um, David, I think, realizes that regardless of what he's thought of Bonnie, Mm -hmm. because of all of the stuff that's happened while they've been in Paris, like after you know, he refused to propose again or whatever. Um, He's been like super mad at her and he, I think decides, I don't care. I love her anyways. And like chases after her. And obviously Charlie's still in love with with Connie. And so he um, is like, okay, yeah, true. Let's go. And they go. And Charlie is like, oh, get us two tickets or something. And David's like, with what money, my guy? And Charlie's like, Oh, by the way, I'm rich. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm rich. I'm the one who's been like buying the girls' gifts so like they'd be left alone and stuff. Um, and didn't mention it to anybody because I wanted to sow chaos. I mean, he doesn't say that, but like I just don't yeah. understand why he wouldn't have mentioned it to either David or the girls. Like it's terrifying and insane and very weird. Um, Anyways, they get onto the thing, um, to the boat, 
and they're like we love you and the girls are like oh my god yeah same and then they get married <laughs> or they get proposed to but the boat the ship says just married at the back so you know i don't know it's very bizarre and it's over um yeah <laughs> did i sing the song the blackface song i kind of no. don't remember <laughs> i truly no, you didn't okay well I, they I, sing I aimless of... behaven I kind of just <laughs> hope that you would skip over it altogether. <laughs> uh, I actually really like the song. I'm really mad. Um, I'm for you. Um, so that's the song that they sing during the blackface scene. And then um, as they're married, they sing many reprises of the songs they sang. They sing many reprises of the songs they sang to the guys. So um, Bonnie sings I've Got Five Dollars and mm-hmm. um, Connie sings My F- Funny Valentine and then the chorus sings Gentlemen Marry Brunettes, which I don't even remember what it sounds like. But the lyrics are like something along the lines of like if guys will buy you things and whatever if your your hair's platinum what if your hair platinum you'll get something 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 and then um but gentle but gentlemen marry brunettes say something about a ball and chain anyways it doesn't matter the so- the movie ends <laughs> is what is happening here um that's it gentlemen marry brunettes a ride a boring and then shocking ride. <laughs> yep. That's a, that's a good way to put it. All right. So now we get into our ratings. Oh, this movie is going to score badly. Um, yep. So I don't know if it'll beat Fright Night. It might do. But we'll see. I don't really remember. The, I I blacked out on that too. I don't remember what we gave that at all. So, I think I was a bit more generous than you in that <laughs> sense. Probably. <laughs> but, but let's let's see what happens. All right. So starting off with music and choreography. It's a jukebox musical. There weren't that many songs. Um, their placements, I don't think, apart from like the flashback scenes, I don't think they really helped the storyline, except for maybe um, I've got five dollars because I feel like the introduction of my funny Valentine changed the character that was being established as Connie mm-hmm. and I don't know if I should blame the song for that or the writing choices for that but the song mm-hmm. like it influenced it like what we were supposed to interpret from yeah. it um I don't know and the choreography okay ignoring the blackface dance sequence for like 20 seconds um mm. the rest of the choreo like it was nice but nothing 
whole memorable. There wasn't any, like, breakout dance scenes that I can recall. So it's just kind of, there was, there was movement of the bodies. <laughs> sure. So, and then, including the blackface choreo scene, it's like, takes, this is not gonna do well. So <laughs> we're going to, um, go for a, for a, for a good old, um, like, I think this is gonna be one of the lowest scores I've given, like a three like a three wow i'm i'm leaning for a two point something but we're gonna go with like a 2.75 to a three wow um for music and choreography Um, okay all right i don't (laughs) i know you're you're gonna go lower (laughs) yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know why I'm tougher, but I am. Um, I'm honestly not that hard to please. But anyways, the music was fine. I liked some of the songs. They were recognizable. Um, the I, you know, they can sing. <laughs> or Jane Russell yeah. and Anita someone, I guess. Um, no, any Ellis, right? Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, the, it's you know fine. The songs are fine. The performances, excluding the blackface one, they're fine. Nothing to really do anything about. Um, including the blackface is insane. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd I'd like to say because it's. Because again, it's me- I'm almost a hundred percent sure that this is meant to be their diamonds are girls' best friend moment, because it's the biggest number up in like in the movie. So, you know, like the only other know. number that Such is strange as near as big. The only number that's near as big is "Have You Met Miss Jones." Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's fine. I'll I'll be kind uh, because like it's not the music's fault. I mean, the choice of songs was like again, they're fine. They're good songs. I like some of the songs, but it's also like mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not they chose them mindfully. Um, yeah, but they kind of make sense, I guess. So, anyways, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two. I was definitely gonna give it something so much lower, like mm-hmm. incredibly, incredibly low. But um, I, it's Christmas, so <laughs> here you go. It's Christmas. <laughs> Christmas in July. Here's two feathers, feather fans. Oh, I forgot to mention it was feather fans. <laughs> so I'm just like I don't actually like care to to I'm just like oh <laughs> this film yep. so um story no <laughs> it wasn't one <laughs> I was like they 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 were were they struggling they were on Broadway 
they were like, our careers aren't going anywhere. Let's go to Paris um, so that we can be showgirls there. And then <laughs> they, they meet up with these guys and fall in love with them and perform sometimes. And then their mom comes and tells them, no, come home. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> so yeah. story um gets a two from me. Cause what? <laughs> so it's two Eiffel Towers. Congratulations. <laughs> Lamau. <laughs> so okay. Um like I said before, I was searching high and low, east and west, all over the globe. Where are you, Carmen Sandiego? Um, <laughs> I was looking for that plot. I was, honestly, I was looking for that plot. I was so confused. I was like, I don't even know what the story is meant to be about. Um, because if, because again, if you're trying to recreate the success of the previous movie, uh, them being in Paris wasn't the point. Them being in love wasn't fully the point. Um, but I don't know. It felt like there was at least, you know, a starting point, a middle part, and an end. And all of it sort of led to each other because there was a specific thing that we were aiming for, basically. And the there were shenanigans. Yeah, in the, the previous like, movie. The, exactly. When they introduced they introduced conflicts that like sought resolution. Here there was nothing for me to look forward to. I was super confused as to like where this was going. When they got when they got super paranoid, I was like, "Oh, are we going into like a thriller? Like are we is this going to be like <gasps> We're going to be, like, watching out, looking for who the sponsor... I don't know. I, I was really... I was reaching as far as I could, but I couldn't uh, find anything. <laughs> that being said, yeah, it was boring. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, and I will give it... I will continue my generosity and award to Eiffel Towers. Overall enjoyment. I feel like I'm giving better scores for this than I did for Stage Fright. And that feels like, I don't know. I feel it in my bones that I gave like Stage Fright like a one or something. <laughs> and if so, like I apologize and repent for those actions because this? My God. I might have to revise those scores. <laughs> overall enjoyment um i <laughs> i didn't enjoy this i didn't like being like nice because this is the movie that we watched and the theme but if i could go back in time i would tell us to pick another theme <laughs> I, honest to god i would be like let's make it about marilyn monroe or something mm -hmm. this month because mm -hmm. my god <laughs> Yep. Ugh. But you know what? 
I didn't like it was fine um I probably would have just been like uh you know it's kind of boring not necessarily waste your time and then racism so yeah yeah (laughs) so unnecessarily I mean not that there's any (laughs) situation in which racism is necessary but like it just it just came out of left I'm sorry continue (laughs) there's not much for me to continue honestly like when that movie ended as suddenly as it did I felt like the movie itself knew that it had (laughs) limited time it was just like (laughs) we are running for our lives here (laughs) we have to close it somehow we did that and we gotta go um so overall enjoyment God, I'm gonna give it like a 1.75. I've never given a movie in our years of doing this podcast a one anything. <laughs> this movie mm-hmm. gets it. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. God. So that's um, um, one of their mother's umbrellas. 1.75. God. Yeah, I like there were some moments that were funny. (laughs) Like, again, this is all before I got the shock of my life. But I was like, you know, I was trying really hard to enjoy it because, again, I felt really bad. And there were like moments that were like kind of funny and like whatever that I was like, oh, this is such a weird line or whatever. Um, and I think like some of the things were kind of funny unintentionally, but whatever. Um, and so I was enjoying it mildly. It was boring, but I was enjoying it mildly. Um, but again, they lost all and any kind of niceness for me. Um, once they did what they did and they know what they did and you know what they did (laughs) you listener um so i didn't like it ruined everything not that i was gonna give it like a five i would have probably given it given it something closer to a three or whatever truly if that scene didn't exist um but I hated what they did, so I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them. Ooh, I feel like one feels so generous. Um, <laughs> Are we going into zeros now? I feel like a point seven five. <laughs> I feel like a point seven five. Less than an umbrella. Yeah, like a point seven, but like three quarters of an umbrella of their mother's disapproving umbrella. I just, I simply cannot, in good conscience, like give it anything <laughs> above that. Like I just, it hurt me so much. It made me so mad because again, I was yeah. for the majority of the movie trying so hard to like it. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> sorry (laughs) please don't go watch this movie y'all like I mean yeah you can form your own opinions and I absolutely like advocate for that but like there's no need to watch this one like at all 
I mean, not that like, you can go find watch it. Gentlemen prefer blondes, <laughs> and then just go watch it again. Let that be the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, do this. Truly, truly. Um, I agree. If I could go back in time and be like, "Hey, girl," so racism. <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, you know what? <laughs> Let's skip it. Um, we can make it. We can still make it. Uh, Jane Russell June somehow. You know, uh, yeah. we could have had it be like Jane's June and do something different. But you know, we were young and naive. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that brings us to the end of the rating section. My God. Um, yep. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Uh, this okay. was a review. <laughs> it was such a struggle. Like, I, wow. I'm so sorry. I don't know how this episode's going to feel. <laughs> okay. Here are our obsessions, news, and things that we like. That are happening in theater. This song won't rhyme because I'm singing it truly out of my mind right now. And I'm done. These are obsessions. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> this is the section in the podcast where we talk about like news and um, things that we like musical theater, theater, musical related. I don't really have an obsession per se. I do have two news things that happen. Um, I'm excited for Rachel Zegler, who has gotten cast or has been tapped, as they say, um, to be the next Snow White. I love that for her. She's also in the West Side Story that's coming soon. And obviously we're going to cover it. Like what? Um, And then secondly, there is a Thelma and Louise musical being made in production or Mm pre-production. I don't know how I feel about that. There's so much, like there's so few movies that I feel like precious with you know Mm -hmm. in a way that like like don't touch the thing and like i'm a a firm believer i tend to be a firm believer of like it the original thing will always exist you absolutely do not have to consume the new thing if you don't want to (laughs) but at the same time i'm like oh is this gonna be good at all because i kind of want it to be good (laughs) Thelma and Louise's fun. Um, I mean, fun. There's like crime and like a fun time in that way, but there's also like really dark moments, which, you know, whatever. We'll see what happens, right? Um, Yeah. But yeah, those are the two things that caught my eye this week. I haven't really consumed any theater things that I can think of um, since, like, since we last recorded. Uh, the only thing that I have is um, that uh, Cynthia Erivo is uh, set to produce and star in a remake of a Bette Midler uh, film oh. called The Rose 
don't know when that's going to be happening when it's going to be just that this is just information um but oh i mean i guess the the trailer for tick tick boom came out um so that's oh yeah it did (laughs) oh god (laughs) we just both blocked that out of our mind (laughs) and i I, so like you 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 mentioned like something that you were precious with Uh, Mm -hmm. like that's like tick tick boom for me it feels very much like a secret theater thing like you know like i i brought you in to sing a song with me on a showcase like you know like i'm just like (laughs) so i feel like a special relationship with uh jonathan larson and it and i swear to god if these audios end up on tiktok i'm gonna scream They will like one hundred percent. I see. Fe- I see therapy going on there. I see it. I see it. I see the I, duets. I know, and I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love TikTok. Listen, mind. I love, but. <laughs> and like not oh. to gatekeep. It's just not like it's not to gatekeep or anything. It's just like sometimes there are things. There are things. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, man. This has been like a roller coaster of a episode for me. I don't know how yeah. it'll sound, but um, <laughs> I hope you had fun listening, listener. Um, <laughs> I hope you had fun hearing a potentially unhinged me uh, saying things. Honestly, I promise you, I blacked out. Um, so thank you for listening. My brain is short circuiting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fine. If you want to follow us on social media, we do have a Twitter and an Instagram at TMMTMM Podcast. You can email us at tell me more, tell me more podcast at gmail.com. We have a Tumblr, tell me more, tell me more podcast.tumblr.com. We have playlists um for our favorite songs from each movie um if you go on to spotify (laughs) if you go on to spotify and look for tmm tmm podcast and go to the profile and not the podcast itself you will find those playlists for every year that this podcast has existed how many times can i say podcast in a minute um (laughs) (laughs) but if all of these links seem like oh there's too much information that's okay Uh, you can go to either our twitter or instagram and we have like um, a link there that has all of the links that you will ever need regarding us thank you for listening we will catch you in july um so for tell me more tell me more the podcast i've been your host leah and i've been your host adicia goodbye goodbye